Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of 27 Square Elegant Nothing. We have lost count, basically. Yeah, I've got no idea. I think it's episode seven. Yeah. I think. But I could be wrong. One time I did actually upload the wrong episode. Yeah, I? I think someone else corrected <laughs> us as well. <laughs> they messaged us and were like, just so you know, <laughs> you've put out the wrong number. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, how are you? I'm good. Thriving. Yeah. yeah, happy Monday. Happy, happy. I really could, could do with a snooze right now. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm actually, like, I literally have no complaints. I'm just fatigued. Every week, so I'm tired. So I'm I know. I feel like that's like me. Every but I'm actually week. okay. I've been very productive the past twenty four hours. Well, that's good. But I'm like, you know, I I'm anxious, but I don't even know why. Yeah. Nothing's happened. Like I'm fine. Mm. I mean, life's a bit anxious, but nothing today. Do you think it's just because life is so busy? Yeah. I think I've noticed something recently, which is nobody's fault. Mm-hmm. Not even mine. I'm not <laughs> even going to be accountable for it. With work. We plan stuff like we're, we're obviously planning ahead of time. I yeah. guess a lot of jobs are as well. Most jobs are mm-hmm. probably, but it's all about like dates, like which date this needs to go out, which date that needs to go out, what date needs to be done by. Mm-hmm. And I'm noticing my life flashing before my eyes, and not to be dramatic, but it's true though. I'm always planning for the future. Yeah, but like, it's for how my can job. you be present? And then I feel like life flashing before my eyes. Yeah, like how are we supposed to be? Like, there's this whole thing about being present, being in the moment. It's really bloody hard. When as soon as I you think try you and have be to present, be conscious about it. You do, but especially like when you work as for somebody else. Yeah. Being present's really hard because it's always like you said, it's always about the next deadline, about the next meeting. Oh, we've got to do this, we've got to do that. Yeah. And they can be really exciting things to look forward to, but in the lead up and in the process, it's so easy to forget to be present. It's so easy to just Yeah, like the day to day is just invisible. Yeah. yeah. The day to day is just invisible to the weekend, but like so good. Yeah. Definitely. But we sound really moany. No, I think that's everyone. Makes me laugh. Sorry, I'm looking at myself on my camera because yeah, behind me is that picture of me graduating. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh. Looking, like looking down on you. Just staring. Literally, <laughs> I am. I'm like, you <laughs> fucked up. No, I'm <laughs> but no, other than that, absolutely fine. We haven't seen each other for ages. I know. We're not friends anymore, guys. We are. We are. We are. We're working we on are. it. But we both went to see Harry Styles separately and not together. Rude. So rude. rude of us both. But I couldn't actually see he, Harry Styles. I looked at the side of the stage oh, the whole time. Isn't he just delicious though? He's so sweet. That gig was gig concert was incredible. We were so far away, you like we couldn't even hear what he was actually saying. Oh no, neither could I when I went. Like when he was I talking, was up in I the gods. Like, no idea. I was literally like up in the gods but to the side. So I could see him, but the problem was is that I'd obviously I'd had a couple of drinks anyway, but I kept laughing because there was this huge screen behind him and then obviously screens on the side but he the screen is it's like a mirror like it's the opposite to what he's doing like oh, a camera right. so like he so I was watching the screen and also trying to like spot him too yeah like he's actually like this him. big isn't he, he was honestly like a Lego figure <laughs> and he looks so cute his little dungaree outfit and it wasn't dungarees it, it, beautifully it, thousands of pounds worth of overall it is like a dungaree thing though isn't it and he would walk to one side he was like can I hear from this side of the stadium but I was looking at the screen not him so, so it was the like opposite <laughs> so I was screaming at the wrong time <laughs> and then I'd look down to try and find him and I'd lost him because <laughs> I was like Harry where are you yeah I I could see him on the screen but then I'd look down and the way the staging was was super cool yeah but I got confused quite a lot 
He, we met some girls there that had been camping the whole... So they did all five shows at Wembley. <gasps> and they camped in between every show. I mean, that's such dedication. I mean, they must love him. Well, even when you're in Wembley Stadium, you're literally looking around like, this many people, just on this one, one night, night, have travelled to come and see and you. And he's been on that tour for two years. Or will it will be yeah, two years. like he is... So loved by people, mm. and it was so cute. Do you know what he I did love to see? Very well as a person as well, though. He's a little love, like oh god, he's gorgeous as well. Um, but the thing that I thought was so so sweet that I kept seeing when I was there was um, there was a couple of things. First thing was all the dads and boyfriends that have been dragged along. Oh, I know, and, and the all the dads. dads with their little cowboy, like the pink cowboy hats on. It was just so wholesome. And I thought, go on, dads, like, go on, chaperones, go on, whoever, brothers that have taken you, boyfriends that have taken It was very sweet. Yeah. Because some so of them cute. really weren't having a good time. I feel like some of them are the bigger fans, though. <laughs> you think they're there for the kids and they're absolutely <laughs> there was not. one guy there with his girlfriend. Well, I assume it was with his girlfriend because they were kissing. And um, <laughs> I thought, oh, he, right, this is a bit stereotypical. He didn't look like he was going to enjoy the concert. I thought he'd just gone with his girlfriend. Right. He knew every single word. Like, he was so happy. <laughs> Megan, there was a gap behind him. He went and stood up there so he could, like, dance. No way. Oh, my God. I was laughing my face Aww. off. And did you see... I don't know if you would have been able to see it, actually. But down... Right down, like, where all the people that were standing were, on yeah. the side, there was... Um, sign think, language. Sign language. I'd never see. seen that before. Like, I've seen it on TV, but I've never seen it at a yeah, concert. Yeah, I did see. Really cool. He was like, giving it some. I was like, go on. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying because I can't actually what? hear what Harry's saying either what a skill set though I would love to be able to so how, how amazing is it that that person can even do that I do think it should be taught more in schools yeah because me and my sister went to um, Harrison Hall the other day mm-hmm. and the guy who served us was I was going to say visually impaired visually impaired <laughs> not visually impaired I don't know what the word is. Like, he wasn't fully yeah. deaf, obviously, because yeah. he was serving at a counter. Right. But he obviously was hard of hearing. To be fair, he could... Yeah, you could say hard of hearing, but he or, could have been. Um, or very good lip reading yes, as well. Yes, maybe. But um, Lydia was like, couldn't... Obviously, she only knows, like, little bits yeah. of... What's it called? Macaton. That's it. But she said thank you. And he was like, oh, so oh. happy. Because obviously... Yeah, nobody must be so can isolating. Sign language. Nope. And it's a shame that you can't just... Even if it's just like the basic words, yeah. Just if I it's think like we a should all be taught thank it. you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I wouldn't have even. I do actually know what it is, but I wouldn't have ever thought to do it. No, like, I, I thought was, it was nice that her brain. Me and your sister used to talk about it all the time. Actually, yeah. doing doing lessons together, but it's also quite hard to find lessons. It's quite hard to find places to go and do it, and tutors and things like that. Yeah, so. I know that they do do like um, coffee. Yeah, coffee meetups where you literally like everyone just goes and teaches each other what they mm-hmm. know and stuff and like maybe we should attend one and see what it's like. Yeah, why not? Just to see, yeah, kind of interesting. Yeah, because I guess as well, the more people that know about it, the more people that do it. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Very cool. Interesting. Anyway, any gosh, would you like to introduce this week's episode? We talk about our beliefs. Let's talk about our beliefs. That sounds really like it sounds religious and religious. Yeah, We're not that's talking what I mean. about politi- po- politi- Politics, politics, <laughs> or religion. Shows how much we talk about <laughs> politics. Um, no, I just saw something the other day that was questioning, like, the things that you believe or the things that you stand for. I guess your morals, like, all yeah. sorts of things like that. Mm-hmm. Do they, where do they come from? Do they come from, like, 
question the origin of your beliefs. Like, is it actually beliefs? beliefs your like, beliefs. Is it is it actually something that you really stand by and you really think? Is it something that's just been ingrained from like your family or like nature versus nurture? Yeah, mm. because sometimes I think even my beliefs now are different to my beliefs like five minutes ago. Oh, yeah. So I think it's important to question if you still feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that's riveting, actually, because, like, we grew up going... We went to quite a religious... Primary school. Primary school. Yeah, we did. Um, Arguably, I'd say we probably live in quite a religious part of the world. I would probably say that, too. It's quite quite a big thing around My grandparents were also very religious. Your grandparents were very religious. Members of my family are quite religious. But then I wouldn't say that I'm particularly religious no like i wouldn't say i'm a reflection of my upbringing in that sense no i have beliefs. Like, my parents aren't that religious so that's no. probably helpful helpful like plays yeah. a part i have belief but i wouldn't say i'm a religious person but it's interesting because but i was as a kid so was i and my parents still weren't then either neither were mine my dad is now like <laughs> my dad is later on in life born so, again yeah he kind of is so yeah. That's kind of different. Whereas he didn't, he didn't grow up at all religious. I don't, mm. I don't think. I don't think he even went to a religious school. Um, his mum, my grandma, she was religious, but only later in life. I don't remember her. I don't know if that was something she. I don't know. Always if, did. Yeah, she was always Christian. I'm not really sure. But it's like, but it's like anything. Like you know, if people are really like chivalrous. Yeah. It's like ingrained it's like, in them. From is that age. what your parents are like, or is it the opposite of what your parents are like? So is it like your dad was super like that, so you just thought that's the way you treat people, mm-hmm. or is it that you've seen it on social media and you do it, or you see someone else do it, or, or you no, believe yourself that, that's or like how maybe no one doing. did that for your mum, so yeah. you you were the person that did that, and mm. that's why you're like that. It's just you know, yeah, riveting. It is riveting. I um I was thinking about this the other day and we hadn't actually spoken about this before today, like the topic that we were gonna talk about, but I was thinking the other day, what would I look like if I didn't have my parents? And not that if I had different parents, how would I look? Because obviously genetics. So you don't but mean what, like what your face would look like? No. What I mean is is like I I really like tattoos. Okay. This is this is a, an example. I really enjoy tattoos. But I know are you I, being legit now? I'm being legit. I've always giving... liked tattoos. I've always kind of wanted to see how I felt. I've always kind of wanted to. I never really knew what I wanted, but I always liked tattoos. Yeah. However, my mum really doesn't like tattoos. Now, she doesn't... She If I went and got one, she wouldn't, like, disown me. It's not, like, a big deal. Yeah, your brother's inked. Yeah, he's got one Tigger tattoo, because he has a Tigger toy. Um, from Winnie the Pooh, if you didn't know. I mean, everyone knows I that. I think everyone does know that, yeah. But he's got one, and he was like, yeah, I'm going to get a sleeve when he was like 18, never did. Yeah. <laughs> Just a sleeve of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, he has a tattoo. Um, but other than that, no one in my family does. My, one of my uncles has quite a few. But I, so I never did, because my mum was always like, oh, I don't like tattoos, I don't like tattoos, blah, 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 blah. So I was always like, well, well I can't get a tattoo, because my mum would be really upset. Maybe you're not your mum. I'm not my mum. And also, what's she going to do? Be a little bit upset for like 10 seconds and then go over it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like, and I really totally wanted my don't... ears pissed. My dad said no and I did it and I felt great. <laughs> <laughs> so I just think, actually... We totally live in a world where like you absolutely can get a job if you've got a tattoo. Do you, 
it's like very out of date that that but when it's like told to you a lot as well you're like oh my gosh do i want one yeah, what Should if i, I just try what if i end up wanting to be a lawyer yeah, after not having studied anything and then it's like i i also think i would have lots of different colored hair right so this is the reason i think this so when i was younger i was obsessed with oh no my storage is full of gutters your storage is always oh, it's full. always full i i buy mine yes i do <laughs> so full i'm like kim kardashian um she has like 10 million pictures on her phone i was like ridiculous um but yeah i was always <laughs> when i was younger and i think everyone goes to this phase you wanted purple hair at one point there was that picture of that girl with the messy bun i know exactly what you're talking I said, about do you know what we will find it and put it on instagram no, there is this one picture and i'm sure it'll be on pinterest or somewhere that's where it was from originally there we go and it's this girl yeah. with purple hair to be fair it's a really nice color purple it's but imagine, you would never no, 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 no. i did dye my hair bright red i feel really really grateful for my mum at that point in my life but see, this is the thing: do self-expression. I really wanted yeah, to dye what, my hair different colours. I was trying to express that I just wanted attention. That's what that was an expression. I love of. attention. Yeah, I still do. Hasn't <laughs> <laughs> changed. Just find a different way to but get it. it. Like, but it's like I've become attached to these ideas. So it's like dyeing my hair. I wasn't allowed to do anything to my hair till I was sixteen, which arguably wasn't a bad thing because I think I'm very grateful to have all right hair now. Like it's long. No, but it's quite rogue, isn't it? Because I feel that people are doing a lot worse than dyeing their hair. Hundred percent. But now I'm really attached to having long hair. But actually, I don't want to be attached to having long hair. I want to be attached to just having whatever hair I want to have. Because I look at people with shorter hair and I think, that's cool. And then I look at myself and I think, no, okay, that hairstyle wouldn't suit you. But I'm so attached to one type of thing. And it's like having a tattoo. I just remember. Do you know, I got, a, I got like three highlights when I was 17. Like, I'm not even kidding. My <laughs> nan. <laughs> I love her. But she literally... <laughs> she came up to me got around to her house after i'd had it done and she looked at me and she went you have ruined your hair <laughs> and i went oh, no i haven't she like, yeah have why ru- I thought i've had three literally maybe four and a half highlights <laughs> like it really was nothing it was before i even knew what balayage meant that's what i had good. done megan you were my friend yes of course it did you do you not remember my three highlights so I did. I even put it on my Instagram. I was like, "I'm a blonde now," <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't a blonde now. I had literally <laughs> just a, a whisper of blonde through one strand of hair. <laughs> I wasn't a blonde now. I did actually go quite blonde at one point though, but that was only because the hairdresser I had at the time fucked it up, and I was so upset. And then I made our friend's mum fix it the next day. My auntie went to Selfridges for a haircut the other day, and said, "Hold on, can we just?" Stop on that. Your auntie went to Selfridges for a haircut. Like, I didn't even know you could get haircuts. That's so <laughs> <He's> so cool. <laughs> well, it didn't get any cool. Oh, no. so, <laughs> she was like, I really don't want a fringe. I really don't really don't want it to be short. Like, I've never suited a fringe. So they cut all the hair off and gave her a fringe. You're, she's come out like a nerd. Yeah. You're kidding. She was seething. They gave her a fringe. They gave her. How can they give you a fringe if you don't want a fringe? And she said, all right, you've done that exactly what I said I didn't want at the woman's head. Well, I must have misunderstood. <laughs> yes, you have. Misunderstood, don't cut my hair short or cut a fringe. Yeah. <gasps> I have to come around and see it. Oh, it looks fine now. It's grown out a little bit. Um, Do you know, it's one of those ones that I needs think, to like, settle. for you, it's so much worse as mm-hmm. well than other people. I um, saw a lady the other day. Um, she had a micro fringe. And maybe she loved it. I don't know. And I don't want to bash her for it, but I'm going... I'm not bashing her, but I'm just commenting on what I felt. Right. Her hair type should never have had a micro fringe. Was it, like, not straight? It stuck out from her forehead. 
Like oh. as it should, I believe a micro fringe should kind of just sit on your forehead. Like it's very structured, it's like isn't it? A micro middle, fringe. It's like a middle fringe, isn't it? But but it's sure. very bold, very blunt cut. Kind of sits on the forehead. Looks like you can't sweat under it or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, hers just stuck out like a sun visor. Oh. I honestly, I wonder it whether it, I bet it's the humidity. It. <laughs> Her whole hair texture was like that, though. Yeah. So I just like <laughs> my stepmom. My stepmom did that one. So I'd go around to my dad's house, and my dad went, "When you um, answer the door, don't say anything about your stepmom's fringe." And I said, "Oh, why? What's what's happened to it?" He went, "She's uh, she's cut it herself." So I was like, "Oh yeah, no worries, <laughs> no worries." She answered the door, and I saw her, and I went, <gasps> <laughs> "I love your hair." And she went, "What do you think?" Anyway, then later on, her and my dad were bickering about something. I can't remember what. And he started, like, stroking his fringe down, like, pretending. <laughs> he was like, yeah, grow your fringe. <laughs> and she really had... It was it was really short. That took a while to grow. Your mum had that as well, didn't she? She had really short hair. And you went, do not do not say anything. <laughs> I went, no, I won't. <laughs> no, it was... The, it, on reflection, <laughs> it's one of the funniest things that ever happened. And I went, All I'm I saying is... <laughs> scissors and wine. <laughs> Never met. It's so funny. <laughs> mum did that in the lockdown. I was my mum is like, my hair. She cut off so many inches. She went, thought it needed it. I said, oh, did you? Yeah. Is that what you thought? My mum's like hair is her thing as well. She mm-hmm. puts in Carmen rollers every day. It is incredible. It's Your mum with a Carmen roller. It's the quickest thing I've ever it's seen. It's a commitment. And none of us just say Nuda puts her hair in rollers. We all say Carmen rollers. Yeah, that she must say that. She do, she she does because I don't know I didn't even know they were called that until right now. It's just so. a heated roller. Thing. Yeah, she'll always be like Carmen rollers. My Carmen's put my Carmen's on. <laughs> She's so cute, and it all her hair actually just does always oh, look phenomenal. It so works for her. Oh, it does every time. Like she looks like a little movie star. Um, so yeah, basically, it's come away from beliefs a lot, yeah. hasn't it? Beliefs, 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 beliefs. But I I'm just wondering, is there anything that like you think that? you should question or like would be different because one thing i will say and maybe this beliefs isn't the right word for Mm -hmm. this one thing i will say that i have noticed Mm -hmm. is with the girls yes we can be very much like one person buys a product oh it's the best product ever oh we've all got the product yeah like we can we we, are we are brilliant marketers to each other and but we don't think that we're doing it but we are doing it Mm -hmm. we're like conforming to one another Oh, 100%. Like, subconsciously. I think in ways that you're... I think you're always going to kind of conform to your surroundings somewhat. Yeah. You know? And I think in other ways, it's been a blessing having a lot of people around us with... Because, you know, I believe that the people around me are good people. So I suppose that's the difference as well. Like, I do believe that the people I've got in my life are good people. Do I agree with everything that everybody else does? No, I don't. But if they're influential to you, then that's not necessarily a crisis. Because you surround yourself with people you trust. Sure. And also, like, due to that, I also then... If I am doing something that is potentially toxic for me or um, could become a detrimental thing to me, Mm -hmm. I've... I feel like I've got good people around me being like, hold on, Abby, is this what you actually want? Yeah. Is this who you actually are? So it kind of keeps, as much as it can be that we would be different people, we could also be different people in a negative way. Because in some ways... Yeah, I yeah, could, yeah, that's so oh, true. if I had a different set of beliefs or my morals or, I don't know, just who I was, really, I think, oh, would I have just fucked off and travelled way earlier? Would I have moved out and just done whatever I wanted like to do? Like, maybe cared a little bit less. Maybe cared a little bit less. But then in other ways, I'm really grateful that I have the ability to care so much because I'm surrounded by people that I want to care about. So yeah. it's just a bit of a tricky one, but I also really want to be tattooed. 
Is there anything that you think now that you're like, that you are questioning? Mm, yes. But I feel like those are things we spoke about quite a lot in terms of like um, societal pressure, like marriage, kids, all of that kind of stuff. And that also, I guess, conforms to the, to the area that we live in. It's a very much, you know, the American dream, but not the English dream. Yeah. Of like living in the countryside and having a dog. White picket fence. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, maybe that is what I want. But, then, but I don't know how I know that that's what I want. Because that's always what I've been told I want. But there's part of me that's met that thinks now, do I not want this so much? Because, mm. like, this is like going around, going around the circle. But you, you get told you want it mm-hmm. to the point where you're like, it pushes you away from it, maybe. Not everybody, but some people. Yeah. So I'm like, this area, like, this lifestyle, mm-hmm. it's freaked me out. Right. To the point where I'm like, I definitely don't want that. Definitely don't want that. Oh, okay. like, at all? In my head, no. Okay. But then I'm like, have I become so freaked out by it that mm-hmm. I don't even consider it an option? Like, what if it is what I want? And oh, it's yeah, it's so tough. pushed on me so much that I'm like... Because, like, when, when I was younger... It, like the lifestyle that people around here live, but obviously we don't live anywhere. Anything like that. <laughs> we don't. They have like <laughs> they have like balconies surrounding their houses and stuff. Not balconies. Oh, no. What is it called? Like a veranda. That yeah. Is it a veranda? I've just got a bit of a patio in the garden. <laughs> yeah, like, veranda. You know, they have these like wonderful lives and whatever. But if you'd asked me a while back, I probably would have wanted that. See, there's a part of me that still sometimes does. Do I want a house with a veranda? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I do. But then do I also have days where I think I just want to disappear and live off-grid? Yeah, I do. And I want there to be like, everything and nothing all at the same time. Isn't there, an, isn't there like a side part of it where like anyone that's successful, rich or attractive, everyone's like, yeah, but I bet they're not happy. Yeah, like, why do we do that? Because they actually know. just might be. <laughs> they might be. They might just be happy. <laughs> as soon as someone's got something you want, you're like, they're then dead on the inside, though. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I look at so many influences, them. and I'm like, you look, you look great. You look, you're having a good time. Do you know what I mean? Like, we always do. Like, they can't be happy. Maybe they are. Yeah, maybe. I look at Hattie Bourne, and I think her family just looks so delightful. Maybe they're really, really happy. Yeah, I look at the Humeses. Oh, I love. What a delightful family. Love, love, Now, do love. I know what goes on behind closed doors? No, I don't. But guess what I think happens? Joy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joy just and happiness. Stars and their beautiful children. They're, oh, aren't their children so beautiful? Yeah. I just think, go on. Oh, my God. Sorry. This is totally off topic. But interesting. Well, maybe I'll bring it back to the topic. Maybe I'll squeeze okay, it in yeah. there somewhere. You can't Beyonce. say it. You, know, you can't say it unless you find a way to loop it I'll find a way to loop it back. Okay, great. Beyonce's tour with Blue Ivy going there. Yeah. She'd have done that if her mother wasn't Beyonce. Who knows? What no, are her beliefs? Obviously but not. She's a Nepo She baby. was killing it, though. Didn't she look cool on that yeah, stage? Yeah, and you can see she's getting like so much more confident each time. Oh, my God. And she's so sweet when she saw the balloons and she was like, oh. And I was like, you're, you're well cute. How old is she? Uh, like, I don't know, nine. And she's playing stage. She's also Maybe she's not nine. way taller than me. If she's I nine. guess. I guess nine. No, she's. Got I think like she's 13, like eleven or yeah. twelve. But oh, she's so between the ages of nine and thirteen. Her dance moves are killing it. Yeah, but she's got. Like, it's like choreographed. Choreographed. Even if me and you got choreographed, I I hundred percent can tell you, hand on my heart, we look like shit. Yeah, we try and do TikTok yeah, dances; they're already created. And do you know what we look like, Megan? Not like the TikTok dance. But she's she's a nepo baby. Doesn't mean you've got rhythm. No, but, but it does. does mean that you've got, like, it does mean that you get to go on stage with Beyonce. <laughs> so fucking cool. <laughs> it is so cool. Like, oh, me at that age would have 
just adored that type of a yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, you would have. I was so you angry with my mum that she it. wasn't famous. Yeah. I honestly was. I was deeply hurt. Deeply hurt. I was deeply hurt that she wasn't famous and I was equally as hurt that she didn't put me in pageants. <laughs> Not that I'd have won. <laughs> I, was, I, I actually a, looked like a weird kid. It's I had such a moral grey area. <laughs> it's because... It's not the same. I don't know if like toddlers and tiaras and stuff are still out. And also, it's completely toxic as far as I'm concerned. And like, I don't think if I had a daughter, would I be putting like fake teeth on her and all this shit? No. However, would when you I put, was would that you age, put fake tan with your baby. See, I actually did start fake tanning at a very young age. So did I. I was about I was about ten. Uh, I I used to get fake tan for shows when I was seven. I think that's a little bit different though because you're performing. But that's what that's all for. That's and I guess it's the same for these pageants. I'm not saying every pageant mum's toxic or every pageant child hates or anything like that. But the ones in America are like vastly competitive. Yeah, and do you remember it pays like, for college? Do you remember like dance mums? Dance oh. mums. Megan, I loved it. Yeah, loved that it. that kind of thing. But would I ever put I'm my child on anything like that? No. But was I deeply you know offended? What? My mum didn't enter me into those competitions. Yes. Do you know what? Like this is potentially a little bit controversial. Go on. I actually, I worry about competitive sports in general. Do you? Yeah. <sighs> Depends and I don't what know level whether, they are playing to. Yeah, and like, I don't know whether you'd be doing your, like, it, I'm open to conversation about it because I don't know. Mm. Not saying yes or no. Um, but I think that. Did you do any competitive sports? Did I fuck? Did you do any competitive anything? Did I do anything? I didn't do any extracurricular See, it's weird, because I actually am not a very competitive person, but I did compete as a kid. No, I didn't do... I didn't do... competitive singer. I didn't do any extracurricular. None? No, because my sister did them all, and they were like, like she was rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I did loads my of My sister did, like, ice skating and everything. Did you? <laughs> and you didn't. No. Oh, Megs. I just hang out. I just hung out with my um, loads of it. my my grandparents and stuff a lot. Oh, we baked. Cool, eh? Yeah, that's pretty that's extracurricular. But um, no, no I, it's we, not. See, I we weren't allowed to do different things every single day. Our parents wanted us to find our one thing that we liked and were good at, and then they would we do that literally every single day. So, like, my older brother did rugby. I did theatre and singing and stuff, and my younger brother does rugby too. Yeah. But it was because mum was like, "I want you to." I don't know, maybe... My mum's quite competitive, actually. And so is my dad. In certain... My dad's quite positive. My parents are not... But my mum is quite competitive. Um, I'm making her sound like a real pushy mum. She's not at all. She's actually quite chilled out. But with things... When she was a kid, she competed and stuff. And so, yeah, I think it was always, like, finding that thing. But had I have not had that, would I have performed? Who knows? So I'm bringing it back to belief here. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. But actually, I found that by myself because none of my family musical... And I went to this function with my mum for work once and there was this choir and I said to mum, I wouldn't do that. And so I did. And the lady that ran the choir set up a children's theatre company and that's what I became part of. That's so funny. So actually I did that all for myself. Mum was shocked. She was like, what? You want to do that? You want to do that? You want to wear a burgundy dress? I said, yes, mum, I do. I I did. I went to Sunday school. So my, did I. My only club. <laughs> <laughs> And but how is it? How to be honest with you, you as an adult? I'm not very naturally talented. <gasps> Any, no, no, no. That is not true. On a serious note, everyone pities me so much when I say that. On a serious note, most things that I do, mm. I'm mediocre at a lot of things. In an in an average average to okay way, like I get See, back. I feel like you're bullshitting. No, okay, no, I'm so gonna like, tell you why I think that in a second. At school, okay. I, I pass my exams. 
and I did all right. You are under at school. I passed my exams and I did all right at school. You excelled. No, you were good at exams. You're phenomenal at exams. But like, this is what I mean. I, I didn't necessarily bend over backwards for my me, medium to okay outcomes. Right. Like I didn't walk out with like a million A stars, but equally I didn't have to struggle that much to get some decent grades. Yeah. So it's just like quite natural, quite natural. Anything that I really wanted to do and do well, mm-hmm. I had to work quite hard at. So I wouldn't say I'm naturally gifted. Like I can't sing. I haven't really got any rhythm. I not very sporty or flexible. I think you can sing. You sang a song once when we were kids and you sounded I scarily like Justin Bieber. <laughs> And it's I remember going, it's was that so, you? And you went, yeah, why? And I went, sound like Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> we could have, we could have put so, you in prison talent. It's so annoying because, <laughs> because of the way that I speak, I honestly, I would say I get asked at least once a month, mm. can you sing? I'm like, no. But you could do voiceover and you wouldn't have to make any effort for that because you're born with that voice. Yeah, but thing is, a lot of people have said that to me as well, but... The thing with voiceovers is you still have to have an element of talent because it's performative. Mm. And, like, I'm not that way inclined at all. No. Do you know when they try and get me to read books to the baby? The baby who's, like, three and a half years <laughs> I was old. Like, well, baby? I'm like, the fox Pop jumped baby. over the fence. <laughs> I, I don't give. Oh, but that's because you get embarrassed. No, but I just don't care either. Like, I'm, like, not, I'm not you enthused do by it. like, the fox jumped over the fence. No, because that would mean... I'm like Miss, Miss Rachel, I think she's called. Like... I, I feel like, yeah, you have an element of enthusiasm towards it. I do. I can't. No. It's just not that. It's okay. It's just not there. Mm. So basically, my parents shouldn't have bothered putting me in any clubs anyway. Do you know what would be really interesting? This is just because you were talking about your voice. Um, well, we both talk about your voice. I would love to have a phone call with someone who's never seen me and just talk to them and oh see what God, they think. Like, and like, you they draw like. me how they think I look. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, my... I bet you would be like middle-aged. <laughs> Well, that'd be so funny. Middle-aged. Like, <laughs> I reckon you would, because you've got such like a mature, deep, sexy voice. I reckon they'd be like, she's definitely 47. <laughs> 47. Uh, and then me, they'd be like, who, who is this? Who is this? What? Yeah, I don't know what... I don't, I don't know, know what, what I'd look like. I feel like my voice sounds like me. But then I never think your voice is as deep as it is. But I've known you my whole life. Yeah, I think it's not a surprise to you, is it? No. I'm wondering if there's anything that I think would be different. I guess the most influential thing is probably your parents, isn't it? Or yeah, your upbringing, for sure. let's say. Maybe not your parents, but your upbringing. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think quite a lot of things would be different. Oh, for sure. Because even, like, my mum told me not to dye my hair because it would make me go grey. So I was yeah. like, sold. Don't want to go grey. Does that even make sense? No, it's not true. This is like, have you seen that video about the interior light in your car? Yeah. Someone called it. I thought it was illegal until I saw that yeah, video. I thought it was illegal as well. Is it not illegal it's to have not, your interior light on? Nowhere near. <gasps> I, I honestly don't even, you wouldn't even get pulled over. It's like nothing. You're kidding. But your parents always tell you that it's illegal. <laughs> so you're you thinking you're breaking the I'm law. I'm terrible for that. I would just believe what my parents tell me. 100%. And I I'm believe what anyone tells 26. me. I told someone the other day that a parent, that <laughs> there's a girl with a name, right, and her parents names both make up the daughter's name yeah that's not true is it not <laughs> no the dad's called like tony no he's not he's called bob and i thought it was called tony and you just made it up well i thought the name was like so the uh, the person will never see this or know who i'm talking about but the 
person I was thinking of, the name is Antonia. And I was always told that the mum and dad was called Anne and Tony. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> so I was telling this other person who went to school with this person. And she was like, mm, I don't... No. <laughs> I don't think they were called Tony. And I was like, yeah, no, 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 no. Anne and Tony. And that's why they <laughs> called their child Antonia. She was like, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was called like Bob or something. And I was like, no, my mum said... <laughs> It's so embarrassing. Like, Twenty six <laughs> years old. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, my mum did say, that, and then she then proceeded to get this person up on Facebook and was like, "Yeah, no, they're not called Tony." And I was like, "Oh well." <laughs> so I'll tell my mum that she was wrong. <laughs> embarrassing though. I think. Do you know what else I think? Like this one's probably just personal to me. Mm. My mum has lived in our house. For a very long time. Yeah. Since she was 21. Mm-hmm. And my mum and dad have lived in there together for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I thought for for ages that yeah. that's what you kind of, like, had to do. Like, you had to find a home that you love. I think she just did find a home that she loved. She did. I don't think it was, like, you have to. I think it's, like, but we've just... Always, yeah, I've always lived in the did. same house. And then you're like, and then you never leave. Yeah, I'm the same. My and family's the same. I'm only now starting to think, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe you don't have to do that. You don't. We have one friend, her parents love moving. One of the girls. But, oh yeah. Yeah, you can't think of who it is, can you? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't moved in a long time, but they yeah, love moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, um, whereas like, my mum is always Like, as soon as they finish the house, they get bored yeah. and they go. Whereas yeah. my mum has always stayed in this house. So I've lived here since I was born. But my dad has moved loads. So that's always been a bit different. Yeah. And He's it's moved just, like eight times. It's just, but it's just interesting, isn't it? Because I don't, now I feel like I'm an attached person. You are an attached person, I guess. So what? You're attached to everything. Fuck off. You are. Have you still got your Alvin and the Chipmunks hat that you used to wear in bed? No, I don't think so. I bet it's under your bed. In I bet. Have, have you ever outed that you used to wear this in bed? You out it all the time, well, I, was, I was telling someone the other day, and, um, oh, I was telling Mystery Man about it the other day, actually. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah, no, no, she used to wear it literally an Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yours mine? Mine. And oh I was God. like, yeah, she's, and he was like, so let me just pick, he was like, is it like a cap? And I was like, no, 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 it's no, like a like full it. extra head. <laughs> It was so funny. So funny. Why did my parents let me do that? Because they wanted you to create your own beliefs. Yeah, me to be happy. They were letting you find your own self. I, But yeah, I feel like I've become an attached person because... Our parents are very attached people though. Yeah. Because your mum has so much stuff from when she was like in her 20s and yeah. she'll always say, like, oh, this is from then. My mum's the exact but same. But now I try now I try and like detach. I'm trying to like throw stuff away. Mm. I'm not really a hoarder, like, to be honest. I clear out a lot. But I try and, like... And I was having this conversation the other day, particularly around grief. Right. And just, like, over time. Mm Mm-hmm. And is that an okay topic? Yeah, of course. So we have had, like, a lot of people... Like, we've lost people over the years. Yeah, yeah. As a family... And um, I was saying, like, there has to be a boundary. Mm. In my opinion, there has to be a boundary to what we connect with and what we don't. And I understand that that's different for everybody. Of course. Not everybody will have memories or thoughts or feelings attached to the same 
physical like things Mm -hmm. but let's not pretend that like any crusty old sock is like holding on to the yeah yeah we're doing that at the minute with my grandma's died and kind of going okay hold on what are we keeping for us and like why are we keeping it yeah are we not are we gonna use it but like and my dad was like he's like is it just gonna sit in the back of a cupboard somewhere until he was like, until I die, and then you have to get rid of it, kind yeah. of a thing. So it is, it is really tricky, it is. And it also is, you believe that you're like, do. oh, should I hold on to... It's a lot of should I's. And I think that's the same with, like, our beliefs and stuff, and, not, and like, how we live our lives. We go, oh, should yeah, I do I this? Yeah, I feel like beliefs I is do probably this? the wrong term, but I think it's just, but like... it kind of is, as well. It's, like, our internal compass all the your time Your own going, guidelines. Should I do this? Shouldn't I do this? Whereas, actually, it would be quite nice if we just had a little bit of certainty in terms of, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to, and I'm going to see what happens from yeah. it. Yeah. But we always panic. Always. Me and you panic. are panicers. So oh, bad. God, it's awful. Even like when I was going to Harry Styles the other day, I was like, this is a lot of people. Something could go seriously wrong here. Is that what you thought? Yeah, and everyone else is just having a good time. At the I just got scared of heights. Yeah, it's high. Because I was up in the gods, and so I went and bought myself a packet of crisps. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Not even kidding. Just console yourself. Like, get... Oh, do you know what they're? Walker's baked crisp. What a delight. I, yeah, I, I forget how them. good they are. I love them. Right, what are our takeaways, key takeaways? Key takeaways are that um, it is okay to have been brought up in a certain way, to have been, you believe certain things, mm-hmm. but also as an adult to make your own decisions. Yeah, so question the origin yeah, and it's, of your beliefs. I think it's really healthy to question. Yeah, anything. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think people always say, oh, you're being sceptical. Yeah, but yeah, okay. I don't think it's I don't think it's scepticism. Yep, scepticism. To... To just check in with yourself. Definitely. And questioning allows you to be able to maybe change some views or change some ideas yeah. or go, actually, hold on a second. I don't want this. Or I really love that I've always done this and I want to continue this. And I think as well, another key takeaway. Yep. I don't know why I've turned this into a business feature. No, I like it. I like that we're having, you know, positive reinforcement at the end of this. A summary. I think that maybe if something doesn't fit in with your beliefs, mm-hmm. It's not all that bad. It's not. I think sometimes you like we overthink things so much just because it's the way we've always done it. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's the only way to do it. No, we can learn to accept other ways of doing stuff as well. And or, like maybe other people's ways of doing judge stuff. people less for their ways of doing things because you never know the origin of their beliefs. Yeah, let's all accept a little bit more. Yeah. Let's just hug. Let's hug. Hug it out. Let's hug it hug out it more, out. guys. <laughs> right. I Stunning. To... Well. Thank you. Let's call it a day. Let's call it a day. <laughs> it's been great. I'll see you again in three hours. And for a cup of tea. For a cup of tea, because we are hooligans. And, yeah, thanks for listening. If you got this far. Yeah. Cheers. Good and work. See you next time. <laughs> Over and out.